Welcome to Christian Living Spotlight, an extension of Christian Living Magazine. We invite you to join us as we take a deeper look into the stories and ministries highlighted in Christian Living Magazine. Welcome to Christian Living Spotlight. I'm Sandy Jones, the host of this show and publisher of Christian Living Magazine, a 501c3 nonprofit ministry. This show has been made possible by a generous grant that we received so that we could come to you each week and take a deeper dive into the stories and ministries you'll find in the pages of Christian Living Magazine. We have a great show in store for you today. Today, my good friend Bob Anderson has joined me in the studio. Bob and his wife, Terry, have shared their story about moving to Boise and answering the call God placed on their lives in our current issue of Christian Living Magazine. Bob, thank you so much for joining me today. How are you? Oh, uh, I am doing great. Uh, my normal <laughs> response to that there again is, you know, grab my carotid artery with two fingers and feel and go, yeah, I've got a heartbeat, uh, still kicking, still getting kicked. But as always, I always then preface that or really finish that with the statement, you know, it could always be worse. God is in control. Amen. Amen. And we have to remember that. Yeah. You, you are always such an inspiration, you know. <laughs> Don't go there. An inspiration. That's scary. <laughs> well, but you, you inspire me. Um, and you keep me focused. You know, you have you we have known each other a long time and you you knew me through the darkest period of my life. And there was never a day that, you know, I I'm I try to be a professional. I always put a smile on, go see everybody, do business, blah, blah, blah. And you were always so comfortable to talk to during that period of time, but you always showed me the hope through God. See, that's the funny thing is you say that and I look at you and go like the darkest days of your life. I don't think they ever existed because there again, I look at you and go like, every time I'm around Sandy, she has that infectious smile, that happiness that, you know, that, you know, is not from, you know, the outward things that the world has to offer, but it's from God. Absolutely. It's that internal happiness, that joy yep. that's unexplainable. And that's what I love about you because when I'm around you, you make me feel the way you just described me as making you feel. <laughs> Gosh, we should go into a partnership. Oh. We are. This is like the infinity circle. You make me feel good. I make you feel good. It's all about, you know, but it all comes down to the realization that, you know, God is in control. Absolutely. When he's in control, even your darkest seasons in life. And you you and Terry have had some pretty oh, tough seasons. Absolutely. absolutely. And so we were introduced, you and I, initially it was you and I, and then Terry jumped into the fray, bless her heart. <laughs> <laughs> and Terry's, Smart girl, she jumped back out too. <laughs> Terry's Terry's quiet and reserved, and and you and I are both very extrovert. Yes, very extroverted, and so poor Terry. But anyway, a friend I, of mine once referred to it as diarrhea of the mouth. <laughs> I don't know yeah. if that's a good explanation, but it is very uh, visual. And you get the two of us together, and nobody else is talking anyway. So <laughs> yeah, the, the five minute phone call between us does not exist. It's more like. Okay, five minutes and an hour later, we're like, okay, so. <laughs> but we've uplifted and encouraged each other. Oh, amen. Yes. But we were introduced through our mutual friend, Adam Ennick of SEO Idaho. Uh, absolutely. And you and I were talking before we, we came on air today that Adam has built websites for both of us. Yes. And I think. Creative man. I think he just did the station's new one too. But anyway, <sighs> but it was just one of those connections. And 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 I laughingly said Jerry jumped, or Terry jumped into the fray, but it was an instant friendship with her as well. And I was just one of those connections. It was a God connection. You know, there's no coincidences, but this was definitely a God connection. Well, that's a, that 2020 hindsight. It's so funny because we look at things in the future. And of course, we have no 
<laughs> idea what God has in store for next year. Forget about next minute. And here I am and I'm looking back and I'm like, how did I meet Sandy? And I'm trying to figure it out. I'm kind of following that trail of breadcrumbs from person to person to person. And you pointed out today at a minute, I'm like, oh, that is it. That is how we met. That is how we met. Yep. I, I will never forget. I had just taken over Christian Living. I started it for another publisher and my husband and I had just taken over. And, you know, so I was taking over the website, which meant the maintenance on the back end, uploading the stories and all of that. And so Adam had to do some really extensive training with me and found out that I am definitely technologically challenged. And bless his heart, he has just, uh, for the last nine years, has just held my hand and helped me every step of the way. But he said to me one day, I have a friend you need to meet. And I'm like, okay. And he goes, maybe he's just a friend. Maybe it's going to be an advertiser. Who knows? And but he said you I, something's just telling me, and that's and that's we can blame Adam for this friendship. <laughs> <laughs> and the way I met Adam was there again. It's so funny how God brings people into your lives in these strange little ways that you know you're just like, wow, wait a second. Uh, you know, we moved up here about twelve years ago. God led us up here, which there again is a story unto itself. We're going to talk about that. Oh, way, by okay. the way, yeah. <laughs> and uh, we were literally here. I, th- I remember that night, that first night, we're unloading the U-Haul, and I'm outside with my 10-year-old son from we adopted from Ethiopia, and uh, we're throwing the football, and it's like dark, and I'm like, he's like, what time is it? And I said, probably nine. It was like 10:30. I was like, wow. <laughs> Next morning, this guy shows up in our driveway, and he's like, hey, would you like to get your windows cleaned? And we're like, sure. So that afternoon, he shows up with like 20, you know, teenagers to 20-something kids, and they're all up cleaning the windows, and he's like what are your hobbies? And I said, well, I love to fly fish. And he goes, oh, hold on. And he's like, Adam, Adam, get over here. And Adam comes, you know, climbs down the ladder and comes over and goes, this is Adam Minnick. He loves to fly fish too. And that was the start of that connection. And it's funny how and that then that yep. brought me to you. And then through you, it's brought me to so many other people. Matter of fact, I think of you, what I, when I think of you, if I could have like imagine you in a character, if I was writing a book. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> this could be dangerous. If I was writing a book, you would be, the lady that works on the telephone, the old telephones where you ring and she answers and you're like, yeah, I need to get a hold of so-and-so. And you're like, you're pulling out the cord and connecting me to the other one and you're talking. And because you are the person that when I need, like if I needed like tile work years ago, I needed some tile. And I was like, Sandy, who do I need to call? Who's a good Christian? Who's a Christian building or who's a Christian owner of a tile shop? And she's like, oh. Dylan Boff tile. And I was like, oh, you know, so anytime I have a question, you are my directory. You are my, you know, you're the operator. I call and say, hey, I need help. Who do I need for this? And you are always like on the spot with a name, you know, That's call so this funny. person. And it's just like, thank you, Lord. You need those people in your life. When you when you <laughs> said that about the telephone operator, suddenly I had the visual of Lily Tomlin as the phone operator. One <laughs> ringy dingy. Anyways, if you're not very old, you don't know who what I just talked about, but. I, that was one of my favorite characters that oh, she portrayed. Absolutely. I still, my it's funny. We just, the business I own, we just brought in this giant red chair. I mean, it's over eight feet tall and made by the Amish, <laughs> the giant table. And it's sitting out in front of our store. And I, whenever I look at that, I always think of Lily Tomlin sitting on there with a giant lollipop. You know, that's going, the truth. That's the truth. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, oh. I love, I, you know, I don't know. I hope she's Christian. I don't know. But she, she's <laughs> always been a bright spot. So you were talking about you moved here 12 years ago. Yes. 12, 13. I don't know. How long has it been? Going on 13 years, I think, now. Because um, yeah, we've known 12. each other nine years. So as somebody who's been here literally most of my life, my folks moved back to Idaho when I was two from Oregon. So, um, <laughs> so you so, don't remember much of Oregon. I don't remember Oregon. 
but I'm always intrigued because I know when we got to the empty nest stage, when you can live wherever, I know that Steve and I looked because he's a bass fisherman. And so we looked down south. Florida. Um, Texas. Texas, Florida. Yes. We looked down south where the fish grow big as possible places to move. And when we when we weighed out everything, we decided to intentionally stay here. This this is home. Oh, yeah. So I know why we chose to stay here. But I always I'm always intrigued what brings people here, what do they love about here, and why do they choose to stay here? And you know me, I'm that guy with the one liner. People always say, So what brought you to Idaho? And I'm like, uh, you all? You know, they're like, oh, no, no, no. They want to know why. Uh, And the reason is uh, I'm one of these people uh, that has a very interesting view of God, very simple view. You know, I I went, you know, I've gone to through many levels of education. I'm a few credits short of my PhD, but nothing to do with that in that I am just the opposite. I am the guy who just realizes that God. God is in control. He is the father, basically. I always go back to this example. God is that father. We, that three or four-year-old child who doesn't have a clue, you know, and, you know, always asking your father for things, and your father goes, looks at you and goes, ah, no, you're not going to do that. You're not ready for that. Someday you'll understand. Same thing with God. And I, I always tell this pe- uh, story to people about walking into the kitchen when my one of my uh, children was about three years old. And as I came around the corner, they had climbed up on the cabinet and they were standing on the countertop. And as I came around the corner, they jumped and yelled, catch me! You know, and you're like, and your eyes go as big as saucers and you're like, oh my goodness! And you grab the child out of the air and you like hold them close to your chest because you realize this child, you know, they could have hit their head on the, the island. They could have hit the floor. You could have, you know, there's just so many bad yeah. things that could have happened to your child. And you look at the child and you say, what were you thinking? Why did you do that? And they look at you in this complete, like, what are you talking about? Because they're like, you're my father. You're going to catch me. End of story. There's no question of fear. There's no question of what ifs or what could have happened. Yep. You are my father. You will catch me. So I have that view about God. And I'm one of these people. It's funny. I don't, you know, I always feel kind of guilty because I don't kneel down and pray, you know, these hour long prayers in my closet. Like I know some people do. And that's a wonderful thing. Don't get me wrong. I am one of these people who pray kind of like I'm talking to God, like he's right there next to me in yep. every little thing. And I'm the guy, I'm the Pollyanna. My Stepfather used to call me Pollyanna, which he meant as a negative, and I took it as a really as a positive because I'm the guy who walk into the toilet at the middle of the night and you stub your toe and you're like the first thing you instead of going like oh you know screaming and saying oh that hurt I say oh thank God I didn't break my toe yeah you know because so everything is turned around for me but uh so for me <laughs> here we go chasing that squirrel yes back to the question that you asked which is what brought me here it's funny we uh i worked for ll bean i love the outdoors i worked in maine grew up in new england best friends of ours moved to arizona we had a terrible terrible storm back in 1989 uh ice storm electricity was out for like two three months in some places wow. and ll bean said hey this is a good time for vacation if you want to go somewhere so we went to arizona loved arizona but we were there in early march and no one told me that Arizona is like <laughs> 900 degrees the, um, in the yeah, summer. It's yeah. the oven of America. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's, you know, and Lake Havasu City is like the <laughs> the hot spot of the oven in the America. Uh, matter of fact, I always thought it, they had those funny T-shirts that show the like the people, you know, doing this. And it's a little T-shirt and it says, yeah, but it's a dry heat. Anyone who's from Arizona knows <laughs> what I'm talking about. And I want to do this little T-shirt with 
a, a skeleton kneeling down in front of a Bible, you know, and it says like Havasu City, the closest that Christians will ever come to the heat of hell and then have a little devil little <laughs> up in the corner says, yeah, but it's a dry heat. But uh, <laughs> oh, getting back on the subject here. So after t- I wanted to move, we started a business there again, God drops these things in your path and they're like, okay, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll do that. Lord, sure, whatever, you know, just go with it, run with it, see what happens. And I guess, you know, God kind of knows what he's doing. Yep. <laughs> so, Only a little bit. A yeah. little bit. Yeah. I usually give him a benefit of a doubt, but, uh, <laughs> so, uh, I owned a business there, a boat business on the, on the lake. And, uh, after we sold the boat business, cause I was working 70 hours a week and my family was too important to do that. So I was like, okay, let's get rid of this business. And uh, I was ready to move north. And my wife's like, no, we're in a good church. The kids are in a good Christian school. We have good Christian friends. Let's stay here for a while. So 11 years later, she finally agreed to move north. And so we're thinking, you know, there again, remember, this is 13 years ago. So Seattle, yeah, Portland. Yeah. And my wife, I wanted to move to Alaska or Montana. You know, she's like, no place that gets, you know, single digit temperature, no place that gets more than a foot of snow. So that kind of limited it. And a friend of mine said, uh, Boise, Idaho. And I said, no, 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 way too much snow, too cold. And he said, no, 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 check it out. So I looked it up and uh, it's funny. So I was like, okay, I'm going to throw, you know, this out before God kind of, and I'm just going to go and mention it to people, you know, so all your friends will say, where are you thinking about moving? I'm like, okay, well, maybe outside Seattle, outside of Portland, or maybe Boise, and it was funny. I talked to literally over 30 people. And I think 28 of those 30 people were like, oh, my goodness, I have an uncle who lived there. Or I went there for summer camp. Or it was funny. The uh, when I That first day that he had told me, my friend had mentioned Boise, and we looked at it that night. And that next day, I was a uh, school teacher at that point. Uh, we had sold the business. I became, you know, God led me into education, of all things. So I was a school teacher. And I went out in the hallway. And the teacher across from me goes, hey, so how's the house hunting looking? And I'm like, oh, great. I said, uh, we have a new area, Boise, Idaho. And she's like, shut up. And I'm like, what? And she goes, I'm from Boise, Idaho. And I was just like person after person after person, you know, at that Sunday at church, I was on the praise team. And uh, we had to sit and wait while the piano is transposed a piece. So they're like, take five minutes, talk to the person next to you. And the girl next to me goes, hey, how's house hunting going? I said, oh, good. Uh, Just added a new place, Boise, Idaho. And she's like, no way. And I'm like, wait a second. I know you're not from Boise. You're from San Diego. And she goes, yeah, but I went to college there. And she said, I love that area so much that when I graduated from BSU, I stayed for an extra five years as a nanny. And she said, I told my husband like eight years ago when we got married that someday we're moving back up to Idaho. That's so, so funny. Like, here's your sign. Oh, yeah. And little things like I bought a fly rod. My wife's like, oh, what do you want for my birthday? And I was like, oh, a fly rod. I have not gotten a new fly rod in like 10 years. So I go into eBay, type it in, and the first place it pops up is this incredible fly shop. And here I am living in the desert. There's not a lot of fly shops yep. there, okay? <laughs> so I was like, oh, look at this fly shop. This is incredible. And I literally called my friend who lived about 10 minutes away, and I said, check out this fly shop on eBay. And he goes on, he was looking at it. I was like, someday, and I said these exact words to him. I remember these words. I was like, someday God will let me live in a town or near a town that has a fly shop like this. This is truly incredible. So I ordered a fly rod from those guys. And uh, uh, next year I was watching, uh, matter of fact, it was the 2011 Fiesta Bowl. <laughs> and I watched that. And they had a scene at, near the end of the game where it came back from a commercial. And the guy is like with a fly rod landing this fish and it's like, you know, the Oahe River 
One hour west of Boise, Idaho, has fish that average 20 inches long. And I'm like, yeah, no way. So the next day I called the guy who made my fly rod and I said, oh, yeah. And he goes, did you see the game? And I was like, oh, it was the most incredible football game I've ever seen in my life. Not even just college football, all football. It was incredible. It was a great game. It was. It was truly. (laughs) But uh, I said, they said something about this this river, the Oahe. And he goes, I said, this is, they said the fish average 20 inches. Is that true? And he said, no. And I said, oh, I didn't think so. And he goes, they're more like 21. And I was like, no. <laughs> but I was just like, you look back there again. I look back now at those times, how this fly shop that I saw in this on eBay. And I said, someday God will let me live near a town like that. Well, not only did that happen, but I actually moved here and worked as the manager at that fly shop for a year. And I was like, Oh, my goodness, Lord. <laughs> you know, be Thank careful you. what you pray for because he is going to bless it in a mighty way. Oh, yeah. You know, that's so funny. So we're I'm looking at the clock, and we have oh, a yes. couple more things yes. in my notes. So you mentioned that your store sells Amish furniture. Yes. But what a lot of people don't know is that you and Terry actually go. Oh, yes. Because they are the Amish. They yes. don't, they don't no. do cars. <laughs> they don't do ele- electrical. Yes, uh, so you guys... You know, furniture buyers go to furniture, they go to shows, but you guys actually go to to Pennsylvania. You go back into the Amish area. Yes, I just got back a week and a half ago from Ohio, and two weeks before that, I was in Shipshawan, Indiana, and they are the most wonderful people. Yes, Terry and I were talking recently. It was as we were getting your story finished up and getting ready to go to print, and she's like, Sandy, we've, we've become friends with these people. We have dinner with these people. We... You know, we we know their children. We you know, and that is so not. I mean, a normal furniture store. You 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 go to furniture market, yeah, for market week. You guys don't. You guys go and shake hands. So there's some things because it always intrigued me. Um, you know, the Amish are just kind of a mysterious um, population to us. A, a curious. <laughs> That's kind community. of an understatement. Yes. Yes. So one of the things I asked you, and I just I. I get such a kick out of the answer to this question that I just wanted to ask it today so you could share it. But they don't do phones. No, so, they so, don't do any electronics. So if you have no electricity. To, if you have to call them with a question or another order or a, a, a question about a, an order, how do you get a hold of them? Okay, well, the Amish, yeah, they do not do electricity. They do not do technology. Uh they live a humble life. They are the people that, you know, you talk about like with your grandfather about back in the 1940s, the 1950s, someone would say something, I will do this for you and shake your hand. And that was it. They yeah. would do it. Absolutely. And that's the way these people are. I mean, they are just honest and hardworking. But what's, you know, there again, there is that technology. We are so dependent on technology in our life that what they do and the technology they can use depending on the state, Pennsylvania, Indiana, Ohio is dictated by the head of the church in that area. Uh, so like Ohio, they don't use electricity even in their shops. They have like a gas engine with belts and they have to take a belt off this and put it on that to run a saw. And then they have to take the belt off the saw to put it on an edger. And then they have to, you know, so it's really interesting. Uh, as far as like phone calls go, uh, we send faxes to a fax center and it's kind of like like a little like uh, one of the little coffee kiosks yeah. and they can pull up in their horse and buggy and they will give them, you know, the window opens up and they hand out these, the messages you receive, these are the faxes you received and they have a phone there that they can use. So they can call us. Uh, but it's one of these things that's really interesting because people as customers, I always tell people, 
you're buying something that is handmade, that is one of a kind, yep. solid hardwood. And these days, what's crazy is it used to be super expensive. Now it's like the same price as a lot of the veneer stuff out there. But uh, what's incredible about it is that these people, the their motivation, it's not about the money. Yeah. You know, and they, one of the guys when I was telling him, you know, it's not about the profit. And one of the builders said, well, we still want to make money. And I said, well, you have to make money. You have to make a living. But for you, it comes down to that belief of do everything as unto God. They actually live Colossians 2. And, oh, absolutely. Every day of their lives. And yep. whether they're, you know, baking a pie, whether they're out weed in the yard or whether they're building a table, it is the best of everything. They don't cut corners at all. Yeah. Matter of fact, my wife borrowed my phone. It was really funny. She bought my phone a few months ago and she's like going through the photos and she goes, what's this? And I'm like, what? <laughs> you know, what? <laughs> and I look at it and one of my folders in my photos is called Amish Annoy. And she's like, what is Amish Annoy? And I said, it's things that the Amish do that are so good that it's bad. She was like, what do you mean? And I said, well, look at this. And I was like, I'm showing her a slat on a bed, and it's this gorgeous spalted maple slats that no one will ever see. Maybe your cat will see it, but no one will ever see it. And when I said to the Amish, why do you do this? That is to the point of being wasteful. Why would you use that wood there? And their answer is, God sees it. Yeah. And it's like, how do you argue with that? Yeah. You know, that's that mentality there again of just accepting that God is period. It is phenomenal. It is. And, and your store is one of my favorites to shop at. So, Well, thank you. We are we are coming down to a wire, and and their faith is so deep. I you know I, I have to just emphasize that because I think even the most serious of, of like big C church Christians don't get it to the level that they do. I think you know that's it's just amazing. Yeah, their life is built around the Bible. I mean, it really is daily. It really is, and you know, Bob. So. You're going you through your I, notes, looking at all these questions I, I wanted to ask Bob, I was but like, no, it's, it's he kind of goes bad. off we, on these tangents. We did so. fine. <laughs> you know, we always start this before we before we go on air, before we start the recording, before we start the timer. I always say, it doesn't matter what's in my notes. We're going to go wherever the Holy Spirit leads us. Amen. This is, all of Christian Living Ministries' downlines are all God's. They're all God's. We're not going to do anything he doesn't want us to do. So we covered exactly what God wanted us to cover today. And it's been okay, fun. Okay, I can check off that box. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And and it's been fun. It's always fun. You and I have a great time. And we could we could do a month's worth of shows and Yeah, this could run for another five, six hours, yes. I think, right now. No problem. But you have an appointment and so anyway. <laughs> I want to thank you for oh, coming today no, and for just making you. this fun. You know, so many of our shows are are serious and about oh. serious things, and this was just fun. See, and that's my problem sometimes, I think, is I'm not – sometimes we think Christians have to be these serious, just sucked on a lemon, you know, yep. and it's like, you know, it's about fun. It's God wants us to have fun. He's in, and it's that – I think being a child there, again, comes to back to because I'm a child and I know God is my father – I don't have to worry about all those things. All those things, I'm, you know, that's my problem, I think, is I don't let any of that stuff get to me because I know God is in control. Absolutely. He'll take care of it. With his promises, Christians should be the happiest people on earth. Amen. So we are out of time, folks. You can read Bob and Terry's story of how God brought them to our community and how he has carried them through in setting up and running their business 
in our current issue, which is still on the stands. You can pick them up in over 600 locations throughout southern Idaho or read them online at christianlivingmag.com. I hope you've enjoyed today's show, but did you know that Christian Living Spotlight is now a podcast and available on most major podcast services? Be sure to subscribe today and never miss an episode of Christian Living Spotlight again. We invite you back next week when we have another special guest in store for you, someone who will fill you with hope and inspiration. Until next time, God bless. This has been Christian Living Spotlight, an extension of Christian Living Magazine, where it's our desire to deliver faith, hope, encouragement, and perhaps a new perspective about God's love to our listeners and readers as we showcase the hands and feet of Christ at work in our community and beyond. For more information on today's program, the magazine itself, or to subscribe, go to www.christianlivingmag.com or search Christian Living Magazine on Facebook for an uplifting start to each day. Christian Living Magazine is free to pick up in over 600 locations throughout Central and all of Southern Idaho. Our mailing address is Christian Living Magazine, P.O. Box 867, Meridian, Idaho, 83680. Or you can email us at christianlivingmag at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and we invite you to join us again next week.